is Christine Conti, and you are listening to best-selling author of Split Second Courage. What if your fears were the key to your dreams? That's right, everyone. Available on Amazon right now as an ebook or paperback. Grab your copy today and unleash your inner superhero. What is holding you back from living the life you truly deserve? It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Mm-hmm. We're going down under. Down under. It's tomorrow somewhere. It is, especially in um, the Gold Coast of Queensland, Australia, where our guest Megan Jarvis currently resides. But she's not Australian. No, she's not Australian. She's Canadian. She is. Yeah. She's a lot of things. It's an interesting mix. She's a lot of... This is a great conversation. I Look, I love Canadians. Me too. And I love Australians. Me I mean, too. all the interactions, they're always positive. They're always, you know, it's a, with both. And uh, and fitness in both places is very strong, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Can't Fit Pro and... Fitness Australia, they're mm-hmm. always, you know, we, we, we hear a lot about them and, uh, and, you know, here in the States and they, they do it right. They have, uh, very strong programs and, and certifications and, uh, and Megan is, uh, is doing it down there. She is the CEO of WellCorp. Now, in addition to being really involved in the fitness industry in Australia and knowing the ins and outs of what's going on with, you know, Australian culture of fitness and the culture of fitness in Canada, she is, I laugh because her background is just so amazing to where she got to where she is today. Brian, give me one. Okay. Uh, professional basketball player in Australia. Um, let's see. Professional stunt woman. <laughs> That's right. BMX rider in her youth, national champions, um, national championships. Oh, my gosh. Um, and on and on and on. Once, I, I once, just – Once again, I get to I go home. I don't even know what, to, like, what else to share because I don't want to ruin the conversation. I was going to say, once again, I get to go home and tell my kids that I just interviewed a professional basketball stunt person, BMX rider, and I'm officially the coolest dad on the planet. Oh, <laughs> right? Like, what? Uh, yeah, huh? How was your day at work? <laughs> we get to talk to the coolest people around the world. I'm so, yeah, I, we, we are pretty lucky. We're pretty lucky. It's and we get fun. to share these stories with the world. And Megan today is going to ignite your soul. She is passionate, she is energetic, and she is making huge waves in the fitness world. And, I think whether you are a fitness professional or a gym owner or you're just really someone that is looking for a little inspiration, this is a great show. And I think you're going to have a lot of fun. Here, here. I agree. Let's get to it. Megan Jarvis, Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone Podcast. Let's go.
welcome the amazing Megan Jarvis to the show today. Megan, how are you? So good. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show today. I could not be, um, if I was going to wake up early in Australia, it would only be for two fit crazies and a microphone. (laughs) So thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be on and get into some great action, motivation, and things that I think could add a lot of value to the listeners today. Awesome. Yeah, we're we're one heck of an alarm clock, you know, Mm -hmm. like ring, ring, it's two fit crazies, you're on. <laughs> yes, totally. Oh, I was going to say before when I said I wouldn't talk to Megan anymore before we were actually recording was that what I love after what are we four and a half? We're, like we're going to be five years at some point of this show, and yes. What's so awesome is that when guests come on and they are excited, <laughs> that just it it like makes my heart just grow because Brian and I love you know, talking to people all over the world and sharing their message and, and just, you know, supporting people and getting information out that changes lives. So Megan, thank you for your enthusiasm because this is going to be a great show. Thank you. You guys exude it. So I'm just a mirror of you too. So I'm ready to rock. Let's hit it. I love it. I love it. All right. So all right. First and foremost, Australia, but I don't detect an accent. What's yeah. going on here? Mm-hmm. I know. I am a Canadian. I moved out here to play professional basketball, ended up staying. I do go back and forth, not as much now with regards to travel, but um, absolutely love it out here. There's so much opportunity and in particular in the fitness industry. So I've been out here for over a decade now. Pro basketball. You're talking to two basketball fans over here. Oh, awesome. That is – Megan, how tall are you? <laughs> I'm not that tall. I, I was a shooting guard, point guard as well. So, yeah, definitely did not play um, a power forward. And I often get asked that, and I said, yeah, I could shoot. <laughs> but speed does help as well. Hey, look, the shooter's always got a spot on, on the team, right? If you can – That's it. I, I tell my – my boys, I'm like, if you can, if you can play defense and you can pass, like get other people involved, you're gonna be all right. Like, you know, because they're not the best shooters. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's important. Rebounding, all of those aspects. That's right. Assist. Oh my! Great advice. Goodness. So, all right, now you're you're in Australia. Take us forward. All right. So you have this. You have this amazing, you know, obviously athletic background was, I mean, was fitness always, was exercise science, was this always your passion? Yeah. I mean, I think I'm, again, speaking to two people that know it so, so well, I've been really fortunate at a young age to realize what really inspired me and motivated me to not just um, feel good and feel great, but also uh, give back and make others feel good. So uh, sport was the initiation period of really realizing for my mental health in particular, this was the way to go and movement is super important. And then following that, becoming a kinesiologist and really doing um, my master's in coaching science and diving deep into the psychology of things, I realized that you know, it's not just movement, it's really helping my mind feel better as well. So it's not just my body, it's that um, body mind connection that 
um, has really changed my life. And I think that's the important aspect and piece that um, we often don't necessarily discuss when we're discussing exercise sports science. But yeah, that would fast forward after sport, realize that I really wanted to get into fitness because of those reasons. I, I love it. And, I, and this is going in a great direction because we're, you know, the mind is, you know, we, we exercise for certain reasons. We exercise to compete. You know, we exercise to, you know, maintain, uh, you know, physical fitness. I exercise to burn the crazy off a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, yes. but, but you know, it's, it's so often overlooked, you know, and, and it's something that, that people just miss out on and it's something that, and it's, and it's, and it's a barrier to fitness too, because people don't understand that that's the benefit to it too. They're just going by how they feel, which usually when you're starting up an exercise program or you're, you know, just have never exercised ever, you feel like garbage. So, uh, you know, this is bad. I don't like this, you know, but if you kind of tap into and just feel the benefits mentally and, and, you know, kind of see how it sets the tone for the day and, you know, can be anything for you. You know, it's the best therapist I got, um, uh, you know, that, uh, you stick around more often, you know, you're a little bit healthier, uh, overall because you know, the, the, the mental aspect of it. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. And even when you were just speaking, Brian, I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan and he's come out with some great, um, motivational talks about the body mind connection. Cause he's really passionate of course about fitness and you sound a lot like him. So it's refreshing <laughs> to talk to you guys this early in the morning. I'm like, Hey, next step from Two Fit Crazies. That's it. We'll get Joe Rogan on your show too. You're we'll, already in. Like it's, we'll it's, we'll yeah. get you there. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure you just got us banned from all airwaves. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. All good. I'll we take listen, it. I'll take his. Too. I'll take his bank account. We can swap that yeah, if I sound like him. The controversy, but oh yeah. Gosh. Sorry. Don't worry. It's just that you sound like him. It's not that. He, you are him, so you're fine. At they, we're I, just aiming, I'll take it. We're just aiming for the endorsements and also <laughs> yes, the hundred thousand exactly. dollar Spotify thing. I mean, we'll be hate yeah. ish <laughs> if we need to. Um, yeah, oh that even like Prince Harry and Meghan now are are not going to go on because he was on it and <sighs> getting nasty, it's crazy, crazy. Um, but. Yeah, I, I think that that's like such an important aspect and piece of the, the puzzle. And even um, you touched on morning motivation. That's a huge one as well, because I feel like in the mornings, that really sets the tone for the entire day. And a lot of the time that movement piece is missing. And that can really, I mean, it creates lethargy in other aspects of our life as well. So I'm always really big on how do you get out of bed in the morning? How do you get that extra drive? Because I think as personal trainers or coaches or anyone in the fitness industry, um, we really need to work on how do you get your client even getting up 15 minutes early, 10 minutes early to set the tone for the day and give themselves that little extra breath or time. Um, to even It's not even train. It's like do your meditation, do your morning pages, write in a journal and give back to you so you know that you're set up for the mentally for what's to come at you during the day, all the different distractions and things that, you know, you know, stimuli we're getting hit by most stimuli we've ever been hit by. Um, so I think that's a really important piece. I've been counting like Christine, you've got three seconds to get your butt out of bed. Ready? <laughs> three, two, go. <laughs> Yes, oh, whatever awesome. it takes, you know. All the more reason why you need that 15 minutes, Christine, right? 
I do the uh, Mel Robbins five second mm-hmm. rule. So, I mean, it is proven that you count down in reverse five, four, three, two, one, like a rocket, push yourself up. It's been shown to get people past depression where they've been sleeping in for days on end, in particular with the climate we've had as of late. Some studies that have come out of Australia and out of um, Fitness Australia, which is our governing body over here, is that Australians have shown and and through surveys said that there are 30, 30% of our population think that they can't get out of the habits that they've created over the last two years and that starting to move again is just too difficult. And that's a huge percentage of the population going, I give up. You know, COVID's hit me. I can't get past that first hurdle. So I think having even just those little mindset hacks or tricks can be really powerful right now. It's so true. We are, we, you know, the world's in a gigantic rut right now. And uh, I got a book for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I love your book. So, Come on. I mean, you set yourself up for that all right, one. All right. All right. <laughs> 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 so so how how are you how are you attacking this how are you uh setting things up tell us about Wellcore and 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 how um tell us what you do first but i want to i want to get the backstory about how you got into it and everything and where where you know the genesis genesis of it all but uh you know considering the rut that the world is in and australia and and everything what are you doing to help yeah, I mean, I guess the first thing is, is that I've been, I was just reflecting yesterday, I've been really fortunate that I've been not necessarily expanding in the way that we wanted to. I've, we're now opening our gym in Sydney next month that was meant to open 12 months ago. But um super fortunate to still have gyms, still be able to run programs, have clients, and being in our industry where a lot of gyms have had to close down even that we've been delayed, we're still able to expand and, and deliver these programs state by state. So currently I'm in Queensland uh, on the Gold Coast, which is kind of like the Miami of Australia, but in a really non, um, you know, kind of way. It's a bit more nonchalant, but the beaches are beautiful. It's a great place to live. And we're expanding over to, you know, Sydney, where the opera house is, that's, you know, the, the main attractions. We're getting a gym over there next month. Um, we've opened a gym in New Zealand and Auckland, so that was ticking along. But New Zealand's been hit really hard as well in lockdowns. So I guess probably the, the way that I've been able to still contribute is doing that huge shift that we've had to do, adapting really quickly, seeing what's coming, and um, jump to the online, you know, um, I also do some stunt doubling and things like that. And the movie Elvis uh, trailer just came out with Tom Hanks and Austin Butler. And I actually kiss Elvis in that movie in a stunt. So watch out for that coming up. Cool. And so when uh, Tom Hanks got COVID in Australia, that was way before COVID really even hit. So I kind of, and I had to go into quarantine because I was on set with him. So I feel like I got, an adjustment really early on in the piece. So I knew what I needed to do to shift my business. So we took it online. We really made a huge shift fast. We've been, let's say just maintaining membership retention right through the past two years. And now we're finally opening up and really expanding again. So um, well, my company, it's corporate wellness and it's really about uh, not just the fitness piece and not just gyms and corporate uh, centers, but looking at, you know, a triad of 
mindset and mental health and mindfulness and that nutrition piece as well. And then the fitness. So I feel like we've been able to fortunately maintain and retain uh, some clients in the program. But now that we're opening up a lot more, we're kicking off. I'm super passionate about expanding into a few different states this year throughout Australia and helping back uh, people in corporate wellness in particular that wouldn't have gone out of their way to find a gym. They're pretty much the toughest clients that you can find because they're not even coming to you. So uh, that's, that's probably how I've been really grateful to be able to give back throughout these, this period and moving forward. I'm excited to see what unfolds. That's awesome. Who, who puts the, who puts the regulations on you? Is that government now? I mean, is it, or is it fitness Australia? Who, where does, where does the, uh, the directives come from? Yeah, good question. I mean, there's been a lot of gray uh, with regards to that. So the government will implement certain rules when it comes to social distancing within our gyms and clubs. Um, And then Fitness Australia would be the publisher of those rules and basically have to endorse them. Um, And they're our governing body that we get, you know, our certificates and insurance through. So ultimately what Fitness Australia says goes, and they're getting their direction from the government. Um, but, I mean, it's over here, it's been back and forth. Not even the government really knows what's going on state by state. So it's it's using your own due diligence. It's making sure that you're using safe practice and your clients feel really good being with you and being around you and that you're taking those necessary steps to make them feel comfortable. Yeah. You know what? The reason I ask is because I, you know, I follow it on, online and, you know, some of the forums that I'm in on, on Facebook and, and things. And it's, it is, I, you know, I hear a lot of people just really not complaining, but you know, they're tired. Exp- they're tired. Yeah. You know, and they want to work and, and people want to go to their gyms and it's just, you know, we understand it. Obviously we're going through some similar stuff here. It just seems like that the perspective was just a bit more dire from, from uh, in Australia. And, and, uh, you know, and, and I know that, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, just knowing what I know about fitness Australia and how it's set up there and, you know, CanFit Pro where, you know, where you're from originally and here in the United States where it's just the wild, yeah. wild west and anything goes, you can get your certification from anywhere, you you know, that, that'll give you one. And, uh, you know, it's just way different, <laughs> honestly, right? It's just way, way different. And, uh, you know, I just think that you guys are, you know, you're definitely seeing a little bit more regulation than, uh, than, than we're seeing here. Yeah, it's been it's been tough in that aspect. I mean, even having uh, gyms in New Zealand has been different. So it's really interesting, just a three hour flight and um, very similar. You know, it's kind of comparing the U.S. to Canada, a smaller population. But um, other than that, very similar culture and climate with regards to COVID. Um, So. To see that difference has been interesting. It's like, wow, we really have a lot more restrictions than even countries right next to us. Um, So for people in the fitness industry over in Oz, I feel like we've, again, it's, it's not a bad push. We've just had to be really ready for what's to come. So, I mean, there's those that we can dwell in the negative of all, unfortunately had all of these different problems that we've had to go through, but uh, or just know what's to come. We know our government's like this, so let's play that game and let's let's be ready for it. So I'm somebody who's just all about get on the front foot of it and you're not going to have a problem and, you know, do worst case scenario and go from there and you'll always be safe. 
That's it. I'm I'm curious that we don't normally talk about this. That you know we talk about these regulations with people all over the world. Are people following them? Is my next question because yeah, let's question. be honest, people still have to pay their bills, right? And mm-hmm. this is your this is your bread and butter. Are is it you know are there things going on? Are gyms opening like you know? underground clubs like what what are you seeing and is there is there a response are are there ramifications yeah great question um so in any of the major clubs you're seeing everyone abide and follow the rules to a t because the clients want that and as you guys know in our business, what the clients want, we we give. So that's probably the big aspect when it comes to cleanliness and different aspects of that. Um, you know, is Fitness Australia or our governing bodies going around and checking? I've never. No, we're not regulated like that. But are the Australian police? Yeah, I've seen a lot of different venues. Not our, not the fitness industry as much, but. Um, you know, the Australian government has been hitting Australian businesses with surprise visits, you know, lots of different aspects. So I would say, yes, from a, a government control wise, though, we've been getting checked up on. And in our industry, our clients keep us honest. Um, and then, you know, there's those uh, that you know, we've just had a huge rally, probably due to the rally in Canada. <laughs> And actually, it's still going on. And we've got another, um, you know, on the news, they say about half a million. But you can see it's about a million to 1.5 people that have uh, gathered in Canberra over the weekend to really go into um, protesting with regards to vaccinating because they're really moving into under 12. Um, So it's more about vaccinating children. Um, And we're seeing this kind of shift now where like I wouldn't want to predict the future, but I would say that the government and or gyms in general are going to be a lot more, they're going to have to be a lot more flexible when it comes to, um, you know, the vaccine passports are getting pushed out at the moment. So we're no longer, they're no longer mandatory. Um, We're seeing this real big shift for a while. I was guessing that there'd be underground clubs of unvaccinated gyms because there's a huge community definitely where I am in Queensland of people that want to train, but can't due to not having the vaccine. And that would be, you know, a great demographic for somebody who's going under and can't support themselves because anybody who's vaxxed is completely um, scared and terrified of even stepping foot into a gym. So they're not getting business anyways, you know, and I'm in startups, so I'm always thinking ahead. How, how do you make the jump? Where, where's right. the, soft, the sweet spot? You know, where's the blue ocean opportunity? Um, but now I've, I foresee that not even being there because we're slowly making the transition of opening up a lot more. The issues that um, I think, you know, the governing bodies of Fitness Australia and or the Australian government are slowly being diminished. Masks and social distancing are on their way out. So, Fortunately for Aussies, I think we're going to see a real big expansion. We saw um, everything really shrink and decrease, but we're going to go into the opposite now when it comes to 
gym. So if you made it and weathered the storm, which again, I mean, the stats over here are not very good. 25% of small business owners in our industry have gone under because of, you know, not being subsidized for their rent or their lease, uh, all the other aspects, you know, that that's a huge overhead to carry for um, Victorians that have been closed for 24 months, New South Wales, they've been closed for about 12 now. So, I mean, there's different areas over here that have really been smashed, but I think now that we're, we're easing up on the restrictions that you're kind of mentioning there, we're seeing, we're going to see a nice shift into, all right, everybody's getting back in and we're not really caring um, as much about that. Um, you know, those different little aspects of social distancing, mask wearing, because they're on the way out. I have a, I have a, another question for you because you are, you know, Canada and you go to Australia. Now, yes. everyone knows Canadians, they love their Les Mills. Love them. Love it. It's yeah. a cult. It's crazy. I taught it back you know, decades ago when it came out and the step and the this and the that. Now, Australia is, I mean, is known for, you know, these innovative fitness programs. And I mean, really, it it is. And I'm curious as to having a perspective from Canada and now living in Australia, do you see a big difference in the way people value fitness, the way they look at it, how important it is in their lives, or are you just biased because you love it so much and that's who you surround yourself with? No, that is such a good question. Thank you so much for asking. Um, I mean, I did not expect that question. So uh, as always, you're just going to get my very authentic answer anyways. Uh, If I think deeply about it, there's definitely a, a cultural difference when it comes to uh, how much people will pay for fitness over here uh, compared to Canada. Um, We're, although we're innovative, you know, we brought F45 to Mm -hmm. the U S two of my good friends from Perth WA brought it to LA and it's been picked up by Mark Wahlberg and um, you know, but orange theory, the fastest growing studio in the U S and Canada there, we have three of them over here. And it has not taken off at all. So there's this really weird, you know, where Les Mills is huge in New Zealand. That was its birthplace. Mm -hmm. And we're, again, three-hour flight over the ditch, they call it. That's using some Aussie terms. And it's like it doesn't really even exist over here. it, It is, but it's not half as popular as when I was growing up in Canada. So... I would say one, I always thought Aussies were super fit and I I was excited to get over. I began lecturing in fitness over here and realized that we have a faster and um, a larger uh, rate of obesity and um, people that are just not moving than the States do. So we, you know, uh, we thought it was the U S for a while with regards to the increasing obesity rate, but Australia has, less people moving than the US. So the, we're not, we were number one in the world for about five years. And yet we also hold the most gym memberships per capita when it comes to our cities. So there's this really big, which you don't see as much in Canada, like uh, dis- disconnect between the cities and the, the suburbs. And then 
so one, we've got a huge job in the fitness industry to help these people that are going, they have no clue what fitness means to them out here. And then two, we're serving all these people that are, you know, white collar, big cities in Sydney, um, in Perth, WA, where I initially came um, to play basketball, that you, you do see a lot of really cool upcoming trends and people spending money on fitness. And those are kind of the birthplaces of your F45s and really cool innovative things that take off in the U.S. and Canada. But I would say that uh, they're less inclined to spend um, consistently as much money as we see over in Canada. I would say that we're always, although it seems like bring out some really cool innovative things, we're always a bit, um, I would say, five to ten years behind um, the U.S. and Canada when it comes to the fitness industry. So it's pretty interesting being over here because I feel like I get to be on the on the the line of I get all the Canadian new and innovative tools from Canada and the U.S. and I bring them over here and it's like whoa and it's like it's a it's a huge um, opportunity. That's probably the the biggest shift too is you can do some cross uh, culture cultivating and you, you'll see you get a lot of really interesting things going on. Aussies definitely bring some cool stuff to the table, but they can be behind in a lot of other ways too. I'm Brian. I was going to say before you um, go that, do you think of Australians as being overweight? No, I was, I, that, that disappointed like, me to hear. I, I'm, I always, you know, everything that I've, you know, read and research, you know, the Australians are, you know, for the most part, they are healthier and they eat more whole foods. And right. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, I, I, I like was I was definitely it? surprised and disappointed to hear you say that. And, huh. you know, and I. And, it's a biggie. Yeah. And and it's like especially when it's, you know, Fitness Australia is like that's under your watch. Like, let's go here, people. Uh, you know, it's all happening here. I mean, I know that we've tried to put programs through, uh, you know, in, in different areas. And, and, you know, it was very hard to get them approved, um, you know, for Fitness Australia, uh, you know, credentials or certification. Um, it, mm, it, yes. Yeah. Like CEC courses. Yeah. I've done the same. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. And, you know, they, they, they hit us with the red pen and said, you know, you can't do this. You can't say this. You have to, you know, make sure that this is falling in line. And, you know, and, and I mean, not my and, courses. And then at the end of it, we can't call it a certification even. Right. You, you know, there's only one certificate. You know, there's, yeah. no, there's no specialists or anything like that. But um, uh, how about how about trainer wages? Uh, where do you see uh, in Australia compared to Canada and the States? Are they compensated um, well? The, the, yeah, I mean, it goes on the basis of there's a higher standard of living here when it comes to income. So even the minimum wage here is about three times what it is in Canada. And that's just starting in hospitality. So you do see a, a definite, uh, it's higher, but everything is higher because the, the, you know, you just have to pay more to live here. Right. Basically. Like a, a bottle of beer is 10 or like a pint is 10 bucks at home. It's like three bucks, four bucks at, at, at my bar in Grimsby. So <laughs> it's like totally different in that aspect. Um, I would say that the, the PTs over here are, they're paid. It's a very different game because they're paid on an hourly rate and they, 
for the most part, unless they're running their own business, seem very disconnected from their clients. And in Canada and the States, we live on um, ensuring our, we're looking after our clients and tips and, um, you know, that connection of you're valued for what you're worth when it comes to the customer service, not just for showing up on time and standing in a gym. Whereas here, um, you'll walk around and see coaches on their phones and on Facebook scrolling. Like there's not the same customer service that you get in Canada and the States. So I think um, when it comes to trainers over here, they're paid very well for the customer service that they do That's and provide. Right. Yeah. That's good to hear because we want, we want to hear that people who are genuinely, you know, interested and passionate about fitness and wellness, that they can do this for a living and not just a hobby or a part-time thing. hundred percent. And if they are struggling over there, come to Australia, (laughs) if you're keen, because the work ethic of Canadians and Americans, it's, you know, we're just brought up that the customer comes first. And here, I mean, if you complain about a fly in your food, you're lucky if they say sorry. Whereas mm-hmm. back home, it's like, hey, everyone's meals on us. Right. So sorry about that, you know? But in here, it's like, they look at you like, well, did you put it in there? <laughs> like, no, I didn't. I kind of like a trick that I go around to do, I, you know, like, there, or there's a hair in here. It's not mine. Um, so I just think it's protein. Uh, you know, <laughs> You could smash it in the fitness industry over here, uh, and it could be your full yeah, your full time job quite easily if you're customer service based and that's good to know. Um, you know, have that real face to face connection. All right, I got I got to ask you, stunt yeah. stunt woman. Also, how do we get into that yeah, field? Like, what's going on? Who do here? we talk to? How did that happen? Um, so, I mean, part and parcel of being in the fitness industry, there are always fitness opportunities. So I guess like for everybody who's in our industry, just know whatever vertical you're playing in, um, you're going to meet some great people and stunting, you know, you need to be very fit. And, um, I, the other aspect is I was always involved in extreme sports. So I grew up, uh, professional BMXing. Um, nice for a very long time in Canada and um, throughout like got went on the world champion circuit. So I've loved extreme sports, love fitness and um, ended up writing my master's uh, or my thesis in LA and in LA, you know, it's, it's weird, but there, that is one of the main areas that you can get a job in quite easily. Because people, women in particular, do not want to free base dive down 40 feet without, (laughs) like, you know, without having any oxygen. Whereas I'm like, yeah, I'm in. That sounds like Catalina Island. No worries. Sign me up. I'll be there. Um, So I started doing stunts um, while I was writing my thesis and just had, had some extra time before I moved out to Australia for basketball in L.A. And then... I loved it so much after basketball, I got back into it. That is awesome. Give us a good story on that. 
Oh, besides um, free falling off of Catalina Island, yeah. free base diving. It's a very shark infested island off of California. Beautiful, beautiful place to film. We're uh, doing a, a a scene where I'm basically it's in a movie called Beneath the Blue, um, swimming down with a mermaid fin 40 feet, which is four atmospheres. And as I was going down, the blood vessels burst in my face from the mask squeezing too tightly and uh, didn't feel it came up and I could feel a bit of, you know, extra liquid coming down and they're like, get her out, get her out. Um, Due to the sharks and this and this. And we had a few more shots to do and just kind of wiped my hands, saw a bunch of blood and I was like, no, no, I'll be okay. Let's get this done. I got this. And the director was like, we're hiring Canadians every time. Like, this is never <laughs> what is this? Uh, so You're a resilient um, bunch. Always, always exciting on set. Very cool. And you get to kiss Elvis. <laughs> that's, that's just one of the extra benefits. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. I love our guests. You know, hey, by the way, oh, yeah, I also was like a pro BMX and a stunt <laughs> and a... And a, and a, well, we had, we were talking to, pro basketball we, yeah, pro basketball. We were, um, Megan, we were talking to, um, a friend of the show, um, named Mark. And, um, Mark Nutting, you know, he's telling us, you know, he's just great talking about business and, and fitness and all these great things. And then he's like, yeah, well, I lived in New York City because I was a dancer and I performed, you know, yeah. like on Broadway. And by the way, also because I was built, like I also was in the Macy's parade as, who was he? Captain America. As Captain America <laughs> and have been like no. Spider-Man and Hulk. And we're like, what, what, when, okay, when, <laughs> hold up, hold up. Like, let's go back. Like, let's, yeah, yeah. let's back it up. I get it. You're doing amazing things right now. But I just love that. I think the most successful people, Brian and I've always said this, the most successful people are the ones that have such colorful backgrounds that, mm. you know, you've, you've moved around, you've experienced all the things, you know, you've dipped, dove with sharks and, you know, <laughs> and been scared and didn't know if things were going to, you know, work out every single time, but you just keep going and, that's why you're a successful CEO, Megan. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and love that too. That's a big part of it that um, I, you know, got about three different uh, films coming out this year on three different platforms. So it's the first time that I'm beyond Netflix, um, Stan and Prime. And someone said, well, you know, that's, that's amazing. Like how long did it take you to do that? I'm like over a decade. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of failure, a lot of no's and a lot of getting back up and keep trying when it's, you know, something that you love. Failure is really what um, sets the tone for you to succeed. And I feel like those that have dabbled in all these different aspects of areas that they love, um, it, it has, you know, you have to step through those doors to find out which one you like. And um, as long as you keep stepping and keep opening those doors, you're going to be golden. And it did equate to some huge opportunities. Now I'm able to run and manage gyms and do what I absolutely love, plus do stunting, which people are like, well, you can't do both. 
like, I'll oh, see about that. <laughs> like, don't you dare tell me I can't do both. I'm doing both because, um, you know, a lot of gym owners, they're just in the gym all the time. And I'm here to say definitely you can do both. You can have your cake and eat it too. Um, you just need to set up your businesses the way that you can do that. So um, nothing's out of reach. Nothing is um, too much of a stretch or out of the ordinary and to just really go for it. See, she's, go hard and go for she's, you love. And if you don't have a door, Megan, you build your own damn door and open it yourself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or you come on and talk to two fit crazies and they will assist you in opening. So like, yeah, the door hey. is there here. This is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what you guys are doing on the daily for people. Getting that message out that there is that opportunity and availability and, you know, the risk takers do get the reward, but now's the time. Step up, step out, and do what you love because otherwise you're going to be on your deathbed regretting it like, you know, I, love I think it. 30% of the population have said that they do. you got to try. I love that you said 10 years and, and you know, risk takers and mistake makers and all that stuff. Like, like I, I just don't want to know you if you had it easy <laughs> like if yeah. everything went yes. well for you like i like like i'm in the wrong room and i don't even want to talk to you like you know get out of here uh, y- you know not to say that i always tease my sister because she always did everything like perfectly right she graduated college in four years she never got like detention or anything like that you know whereas you know me i ran through the i ran through that place with my hair on fire um <laughs> and i'm not a stunt man uh you know like like and and, and you know just like I, I don't know. And uh, I, I tease her. She's lovely. But, you know, it's almost like I, show me anybody that is successful that I enjoy or successful, you know, or good at what they do that I seem to be drawn towards. They're they're pretty messed up and have made mistakes and, and you know, and, and have lived through them and know, you know, a, a better life because of them. Right? I just love when you say that and you're like, I don't like anyone who's not messed up sitting next to me. Like, <laughs> no, look at this one no, over here. Like, mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at my co-host yeah. right no. here. She She's is- really messed up. <laughs> just talk to her. Look, yeah. look I, 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 uh, she thinks that she's the crazy one. I'm. She's sane compared to me. I've been through. <laughs> I've been through a hell of a lot of shit. Um, but uh, you know. But that's. But that's the thing. You know. It's like I want you to be interesting. Tit for tat. We're both interesting. I want people to be interesting, Definitely. right? And like. And like, smooth ride is not very interesting to me. I need a Canadian stunt woman who lives in Australia, right? <laughs> Professional hoops player slash BMX, you know. I need CEO <laughs> of her own company, <laughs> Megan Jarvis. There she is. <laughs> Crowd goes wild. <laughs> oh. Hey, it's been a wild ride. Let me tell you, um, it's it definitely. Um, I don't regret it and uh, look forward to doing some more really crazy stuff. So <laughs> it's just the beginning. I love when I've got a best friend who's got two, two uh, girls out here and she's like, my life's over. I'm a mom now. I'm never going to be living again. And I'm like, babe, we are just beginning. Like, this is just the, the kickoff. Like, I get that you've been kind of house trapped for a year, for the first year of, you know, your daughter's life. That's fair enough. She had some health issues, but you know, you're doing your masters now. Like it's never, it's what's important right now. You don't have to go back and go, Oh, but I, I can't cause I'm in this spot. It's like, 
boom, it's a new day. What are you doing right now? Let's, let's go from here. And don't hold on to that, like that you're Mm. stuck in the past. I think it's really important that people let go, learn from the past, but don't get stuck in it. And I feel like it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just, it, I haven't followed through on this. That's what I always do. Well, that's what you've done in the past, but that's not what you have to, you're going to be doing now. So, yeah, I think it's really important that we're always looking ahead and we're always also, also forgiving ourselves for what we've done in the past. And tell your friend that, that kids are fun as hell. Like, there's a lot of fun to be had with those kids. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. No, she's, no, it's not she's over. to know that yeah. very, very well. Oh, that's the I best time. I think she met our, um, you know, yeah. we've been to Vegas together about uh, over a dozen times. You know, that kind of like, oh, I'm not going to go to Vegas this year. But Just, just leave the kids uh, by the baggage claim. They'll be there when you get back. <laughs> That's it. I, I'm telling you, there's a lot of au pairs out in Australia. It's a very big thing here. So I'm like, you've got nanny. <laughs> You're fine. I got a date with Uncle, I got a date with Vegas in like three weeks for March Madness for you know kids. Yes. Kids, pack your bags. You're going to Grandma's house for three days. <laughs> Good for you. The best. That's gonna be oh awesome. My gosh. So tell. I, I mean, you are fascinating. You're fun. You're energetic, and you have so much going on. I need you to tell all of the fit crazy audience out there. Where can they find out more about you and what you're doing and, you know, whether everything you have your hands in right now? Go. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Fit Crazy audience. And thank you guys so much for putting on such an amazing show. And the fact that this is going on for almost five years and how many people you've inspired. I just want to say thank you because I think it's so, so important. And you're inspiring me from what you guys are doing. So how you can find me would love to connect with your listeners. Um, Facebook, Megan Jarvis. It's Megan spelt like the princess Megan, M E G H A N Mm -hmm. Um, and on Instagram, Megan Jarvis as well. And LinkedIn, Megan Jarvis. Um, I'm a editor for brains magazine. So I'm doing a lot of contribution and a lot of writing this year on how to get motivated how to, you know, kick those habits for the 30% of Aussies that think they can't get back into fitness. This is how you do it. We're doing, um, you know, one minute workouts and things like that, just to get people started. Like, just, just start somewhere. You don't need to do a 45 minute workout, like, you know, maybe 10 minutes with warm up and cool down, but do that one minute workout and it'll make a difference in your mindset, your mental health and your whole day. Um, so YouTube, Megan Jarvis and my company's well corp, well, and then corp and would love to connect with everybody. Awesome. I like that one minute workout. Yeah. <sighs> I like that. Megan, it it's, is- a, it's an easy one. It's good. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Do it anywhere. You are so fun. It's been <laughs> so much fun finally talking, connecting with you today. You guys, well, thank you so much for having me on on your Friday afternoon over there. And um, yeah, happy to come back anytime and reconnect with you guys and dive deeper into what I'll be getting up to <laughs> over here and keep you in the loop with the Australian fitness industry. Cause I think we're going to have some really great things coming out of Oz. Cause when there's um, diversity and when there's a problem, you know, that's when the biggest solutions come. So here, we've got here. our hands full. 
it's uh, going to be where we get some awesome things happening too. I, I believe. Let's do it. I well, love it. Anyhow, this has been awesome, everybody. And with that said, it is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace. Oh.